0: for listening to the Tech Weekly podcast. This is episode 17 for Oh, let's see. Thursday, October 25th, 2007. My name is Peter Creplon and we are back here for a I wouldn't say short episode, but it's going to be a good episode. Uh, a lot of news to go over, so let's get started right away. Uh, Mac OS X Leopard, first topic of discussion as usual. We always go to the uh, Apple stuff. Uh, Mac OS X Leopard, uh, or 10 point something, I don't know, uh, uh, is going to be released October 26th. That is this Friday. Um and Apple says it has oodles of new features, and those new features include, uh, f- uh, Time Machine, uh, which is an automatic backup feature. Uh, also, they cleaned up the desktop a little bit, made it look a little bit like Vista, but not kind of like Vista. You know, they made it look they made it look like Windows Vista, but in a Mac. You kind of get that, but there's a there's a preview online. If you go to Apple and you'll see the Leopard poster on the main page and it says view preview. It's the trend, I guess, for Apple nowadays to release a preview for all the products they released. They did it with the iPhone, and they're doing it with the uh, uh, their n- latest operating system. Um, now this operating the upgrade now from ti- Tiger to Leopard. I'm not familiar with the Mac system as you can see. Uh isn't really significant. Uh it does improve some things with stability and also it gives you the new features like time machine I said before, the new desktop, stacks which are also uh easy way to organize stuff on your desktop. Uh also it gives you um boot camp right installed right there, which is allows you to do a dual boot between Windows and Mac on your computer. Uh, oh, you know, minor features, not major. Uh, last, last one, Tiger was the biggest update. Uh, Mac OS ten Tiger allowed, allowed you to, or basically, it was the first operating system to support the Intel processors. And what it allowed you also to do is it allowed you to run Windows on your Mac, which was the major, uh, advancement there. But again, not the biggest advancement, but as well, uh, Apple is progressing, and I'm sure uh, if it is Apple software, it will, be, it will be good and it will work. And I'm thinking very seriously about buying one. Uh, talking about Black Friday shopping, as we have la- had last year, uh, Walmart is getting a little angry uh, before the Black Friday shopping season begins. Um, they're getting a little angry about websites that release their advertisements early. Uh to the public so that basically their thinking is other stores can see the prices and say, oh, well, we need to lower those prices. So, uh, they're writing to companies like BlackFridayAds.com, and they're telling them to not put up their prices too early or they'll give them DMCA takedown notices because... What these sites are doing is they're posting the ads. Like, if you were looking in a circular, they'd post a whole circular on the Internet so you could see what's going to be on sale and what's not. Technically, they can do that. That is a copyrighted uh, piece of uh, piece of copyrighted material, and they can issue DMCA takedown notices for that. Uh, but uh, uh, I'm sure that you'll be able to find Black Friday ads if you just search around Google. But it, it's just interesting to see that Walmart is trying to desperately protect themselves because if you're into business news at all, and I am, I invest in stocks myself, uh, Walmart hasn't been doing that well uh, lately at all. Their stock price has really plummeted within the last three years, and it's really, it's kind of a, it's not at an all-time low, but it's it's pretty low, and uh, people are starting to go online and starting to get away from Walmart. Uh, but uh, quite interesting, a uh, bit of, news to see. Oh also if you want to check out some Black Friday ads, uh although it's not out completely yet, uh you can go to blackfridayads.com. Oh one word. And you can get some get to see what what they're going to be charging for the iPhones and all sorts of other stuff like that. Okay, also we'll talk about uh, biofuels, uh, car biofuels. Uh, A new study that's been released uh, by a university emphasizes the uses for biodiesel. Now, biodiesel, if you don't know, is a derivative from corn oil, uh, other natural oils, uh, even fryer oil, uh, that is refined and made into diesel that is burnable in any diesel uh, engine. I uh, just have to make a few modifications, change the filters, and so on and so forth. Uh, the study says that these, uh, this new bio uh, biodiesel could re- reduce carbon emissions uh, immensely. Uh, and I've I've seen evidence on the internet, and I've seen studies, official government studies, that that I think uh, it's got only 20 percent of the carbon. Uh, Missions that regular diesel does, um, and the best thing about this is that biodiesel can be made from algae now, if you don 't know uh there are certain uh venture capitalist firms that are pioneering uh the use of algae to produce oil to produce plant oil. Now, if you have algae, follow me on this algae grows in i guess say water they they grow it in water they artificially grow it. And then they extract the oil from it, because remember now, algae is a plant, and plants all plants make oil. And they then refine that oil into a biofuel, you know, ethanol, whatever. So, this is actually one of the most exciting bits of fuel technology that I've seen so far, besides switchgrass. There was an article a while back in National Geographic about all sorts of uh, biofuels and how they would make it. Uh, they did corn, sugar, and the two biggest producers of oil for biofuels were switchgrass and algae. Now, switchgrass is, is all over. If you live in the central part of the United States, you probably see it every day. Uh, it's easy to grow and it produces an immense amount of oil. But algae is even more uh, widespread. You can grow it easy. It doesn't take much to grow and it produces crops virtually every day. So... Again this study trying to bring, you know, some of the industry to come more to the heels of biofuels, but you know, as long as you have the oil lobbies and the major oil companies making windfall profits, while we're paying a lot of money for gasoline and diesel, you're not gonna see much development unless some rich venture capitalist comes along. And I say, I predict this is my prediction, and if you're an investor and you're listening to this, if you're a major investor, listen to this even closer. Biofuels will be the wave of the future. People will make billions of dollars on biofuels. It's just the way it's gonna be. Because eventually we're gonna run out of oil. Eventually people are gonna get fed up with paying three or four dollars for gasoline, and eventually people are not gonna to wanna to burn fuel that every time you start your car you cough or it pollutes the atmosphere, say. So you need to think about if you're an investor, think about investing in some of these uh companies. Now we'll talk about the Holy Grail also known as the iPhone, <coughs> excuse me. I, Apple and AT&T has reported that 1.4 million iPhones have been sold so far. Wow, that's a lot of iPhones and to think I don't even have one yet. Uh and the report also uh that the report that they also released stated that only 250,000 of those were unlocked. So all this big to-do by AT&T about all oh, unlock iPhones cutting our profits. It's not really that big of a deal, because only 250,000 are unlocked. Needless to say, that is a big amount, but really, people should be able to unlock their phones anyway. It's legal. Uh, Also, uh, a bit of stupidity on the iPhone side. If you worked at an Apple store, chances are you may have gotten a free iPhone. And chances are you also may have tried to redeem uh, the iPhone for the early credit. Okay, uh, summarizing that, if you work in an Apple store, you probably got a free iPhone. A- and if you bought an iPhone, if you paid the immense $600 to buy the iPhone, Apple, when they lowered the price, they said, Okay, well, the people who buy bought the iPhone at $600 will give them a $100 store credit. So all the people who legitimately bought it for $600 got their credit, but also the people who got it free uh, applied for the credit and were granted the credit uh, so Apple taking evasive action, firing eight hundred store employees for redeeming a false credit that they did not deserve. now, come on if you get an iPhone free, enjoy it, use it, but don't try to uh to rip apple off more and also an s d k or developer's kit for the Apple iPhone is scheduled for release in February. What this means now is a kit will be released by Apple that will allow developers to make third-party applications. Something that has existed on the iPhone up till now, but up till now, you've been uh, your iPhone has been locked or bricked or whatever you want to call it if you updated and if you had 30 third-party apps. And basically, you can't have third-party apps on the iPhone yet. But in February, you will be able to supposedly. Okay, some auto news now. The Volvo Recharge uh, was announced, or was previewed, at the Frankfurt Auto Show. Now, what the interesting thing about this Volvo Recharge, it's a plug-in car. You don't have to plug it in. i <laughs> um, give you a little background information. Porsche, the guy who founded the car company, who, uh, the car company Porsche, of course, originally thought that in order to make the fastest car you'd have a small gasoline engine at the front of the car and four individual electric motors on the wheels no transmission You know, electric motors have unlimited torque so you know this was the best way to get a fastest car it didn't it didn't fly much you know it never got to fly you know now we have the engine in the front transmission model but now Volvo is resurrecting the idea. They're having a small electric, engi- uh, small gasoline engine, excuse me, at the front of the car, and four small electric engines on the wheels. Now the and of course a battery as well to store some of that power. Now the benefit to this: 134 miles to the gallon. That's right. I said 134 miles to the gallon, and that's if you plug it in. So you pull in at the end of the day, you plug the car in, you might be able to even able to squeeze a few more miles out of this uh, car. But seriously, car companies are starting to get a little bit more fuel-wise. Uh, at least the European car companies. American car companies are still have their heads in the clouds. Uh, but even so, the theme of this year's Frankfurt Auto Show was green, green, green. So it looks like car companies are finally getting the point. It's only been like five years. Anyway. Uh, Space news. Space Shuttle Discovery uh, launched. Uh, launched and it is carrying the Harmony module. Now what this module is is basically a living quarters, a connection between uh, two labs on the uh, space station uh, during liftoff. There were there was evidence of debris that were that flew off the shuttle's tanks, but they surveyed the external heat shield and didn't find anything significant, so that's good to hear. But uh, the space, space station is progressing uh, rapidly, and uh, hopefully they'll get a good portion of it done before the space shuttle goes out of commission in a few years. And finally tonight, uh, Facebook has made the news. Microsoft has gone to Facebook and given them, given them $250 million uh, to advertise on their website basically, Microsoft had has this technology that allows you to put ads on the site. You know, if you're on websites and you see the text ads on the sides um, that are somewhat related to the page you're viewing, but oftentimes not. Uh, they've made a $250 million investment in Facebook uh, to secure their position as these, one of the sole advertisers, or one of the major advertisers on Facebook. So, Microsoft taking a little active position there. Uh, Google was looking at it. They were looking at it. They were looking at it. They were hedging. But they didn't do it. And they lost out. So, uh, Microsoft beating Google in one occasion. The world has come to an end. I believe that's about it. Uh, Next... One of these next episodes, I want to take a look at some of the music download services or music services that are online. Uh, I'm going to go about creating a few accounts, getting music, and seeing what it's like. Uh, And I'm going to review them, and I'm going to see, you know, what is it like? Uh, Is it good? Is it bad? And we're also going to take a look at some of those download services that are from Russia. Um, But that's next few episodes. We'll take a look at that. Uh, So something you can look forward to. Uh, But until then, uh, I appreciate uh that you've listened to this podcast and I hope you listen to our next one. If you'd like to contact us, you can call us at one seven one eight four seven five six three five three, one seven one eight four seven five six three five three, or email us at techweeklypodcast podcast at gmail dot com. at gmail dot com. And just quickly before I go, I'd like to give a brief shout out to uh my good friend Kate Mullen, Bradley for Bizio, let's see, who else? Uh i got a bunch of shout-outs that I need to make. Uh, Devin Maloney, um, Alex Kingston. uh, These are all friends of mine, if you're wondering who I'm naming. Uh, And anyone I forgot. I should have wrote uh, wrote who I'm supposed to make a shout-out to. But anyway, anyone who I forgot, and of course anyone at Mercy High School. uh, I hope you're listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Tech Weekly Podcast. Anyway, thanks a lot for listening, and we'll see you very soon.